The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Good morning and welcome to the At Home with Roby show. I am Trent Haston and we have a guest host today. We have Josiah Bowling filling in for Patrick McIsaac. What's up, Charlotte? As our, we have, what's your name, DJ? Tommy. Tommy is filling in for TJ and... He's calling Josiah Patrick for today. Hey. Because you did first. I, th- I said, hey, he's Patrick for today. And he said, hey, Patrick for today. I think that's pretty good. Do I get the bank account that goes with Patrick? Or is oh, just Patrick, a- he's got hundreds <laughs> hundreds falling out of his britches when he walks. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Goodness guy. gracious. We can talk all about him. You just want to talk about him also? You know, I think we should. Probably should. <laughs> Patrick is... Uh, he felt guilty. He double booked. I think he's had a service Titan convention. I'm not sure. He just reached out to me and said, "Hey, can you help me out?" And I said, "Man, I love being on that show, so I'm in." <laughs> yeah. So, so Josiah has been on the show as a guest. You've never been a guest host, have you? I Once? think I did guest host. You did one time. for me. Yeah. That's why yeah, I didn't yeah. remember. Yeah, it was I, you last time. I definitely didn't listen to that. Talk show. about hundreds falling out of your pocket. It was thousands <laughs> falling out that time. Yeah. I have a couple million dollar bills. Occasionally come out my pant leg. As long as they're not two dollar bills, you're good to go. <laughs> I like two dollar bills. Actually, every time I get a two dollar bill, I put it in an envelope in my safe. Just kind of a little way to save money. When I uh, first came down to Charlotte, I came down here. I moved down here June twenty second, two thousand five, and I end up getting a bunch of two dollar bills. That's what my uh, boss paid me out. I gave, was giving me fifty dollars a day per diem. Shows up and pays me out in two dollar bills. I still have a couple of those two dollar bills laying around. There's an establishment in Charlotte that uses. $2 that's $2 probably bills. where they yeah. came from. That's but not I ain't a good idea. Uh, so, I, yeah, that's why I get rid of them and put them in my safe. Uh, it's not not good to have two dollar bills. So, what you been up to, Josiah? Just uh, plugging away. You know, we're, we got the the main pro app. I think I've been on here talking about that a little bit before, and uh, really getting some excitement around that with our rollout there and. Uh, so doing that, you know, living the family life outside of work, right? Raising four kids and whatnot. And uh, uh, again, uh, been on here before as a as a guest about high fitness, my yeah. uh, my business, and so that's going fantastic and well. So just living the dream, chasing the dollars. I heard that. Raising my lovely family. Are you? Is your second high fitness still in the works? We are still in the works. We're kind of having to do a little change up. Uh, uh, what our initial plans were, but we are still working, plugging away. It will happen, right? We just got to cool. be persistent. But your your original and current location is in Loso. Yes, yep. And it is gangbusters, right? It's popping. Yep, That's yep. Good. We're, we're full. And if you think you're strong, go in there and you get popped. <laughs> yeah, I go in there and feel strong, strong, scrawny. Yeah, Not strong, well, scrawny. You know how what the thing about fitness, right, is those people are committed to what they do, right? And that commitment doesn't happen overnight. So it's kind of like business, right? When you think about what's it take to be successful, a lot of people say they want to be successful and they look at people like yourself and say, hey, I want to be like you, Trent, right? Well, you're doing those things every single day to get to that point. And I think that that's something in the fitness world that they do. Uh, they strive every single day to kind of push themselves to continue to grow. So it's a great crowd to be around. It's exciting to see people's transformations. And, you know, it is, uh, that that thing that hey you look over that guy over there and you're like hey I want to look like him right that kind of keeps your motivation pushing along no different than it is in business yeah I, oh yeah it's, it's impressive I we did we ran uh, Patrick and I both and and my two daughters uh, also and a couple other folks from the family of companies um, 
ran in the South End 5K Saturday for Ron Skufka, your yeah, boy. I know. Skufka Law, Wooden Robot, Golden Cow Creamery. Our guest today is Alex Hanna from Golden Cow Creamery, entrepreneur. Uh, guy's so smart, he's going to make uh, Josiah and I feel dumb. Hopefully right, we right. don't look dumb. We're going to feel dumb. Hey, as long as the ice cream stays good and tasty, I- I'm all for it. Uh, one of my favorite things to do with my wife is to do staycations here in town in Charlotte. So we'll often go down to the West End or something like that. And uh, as Alex knows, the West End is right down the street from your location. So fortunately, you guys don't close till 10 p.m. And by the time I get out of the steakhouse, headed back to the hotel room, slip in there, get me a little bit of uh, ice cream and lay up in bed and, and enjoy myself. We, uh, staycations are good. We haven't done one in a while. We need to do one. But we did one about five or six years ago. I think we had four kids at the time, younger. They're, they're still kids, so they were obviously younger. And we went and stayed. When the epicenter was popping, we stayed at the epicenter at the yeah. A-loft. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, Saturday morning, we go to the Discovery Place and, and do that all morning. And we get, come out, and there's green, little green men everywhere. We realize, realize we go on St. Patty's Day weekend. Oh, wow. So, so. So all these green leprechauns overtook Charlotte, and they were all on the epicenter, you know, at the top floor outdoor space, and that's what our hotel looked down on when you swam in the pool at the Aloft. You look at the... All the green men dancing around. My kids were like, what in the world? <laughs> it was honestly like a movie, but yeah, uh, staycations a, are great. Yes, they are. We've talked about doing one to, to Gastonia because we go to that Chuck E. Cheese. You got a Starbucks. You got, a, I think, a, an Italian restaurant, Olive Garden. Yeah. And they built that new hotel there. Man, it's like, we need to do a staycation here. We just walk around. You if know? I go to the west side, like you always say, and I go to the gas house, right, I have to go to Kyle Fletcher's. Oh, I yeah. cannot go anyplace else Kyle, but Kyle Fletcher's. I'm a, I'm a, uh, what's the other barbecue joint? Oh. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's always the debate out there. Man, I can't think of the name of it. This, they this move locations, nice. build a new building. It's in Lowell. Yeah, okay. Uh, what's the name of that place? I can't think of it. But, but I like Kyle Fletcher's. Me and my dad used to go to Kyle Fletcher's uh, after work sometimes. That was kind of a special place that we would go eat. I tell you one thing about barbecue places: though, if you if you eat enough barbecue late in the evening, you work late till like eight and try to go to eat barbecue, they stop selling barbecue when the batch is sold. So yeah, yeah. If they have a good day, you might not get barbecue. You might have to roll on over to Outback. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> they, I think they refrigerate their steaks and stuff and blooming onions, but uh. You know, I think that's cool, though. So it's a good sign when you roll up at a barbecue joint that doesn't close till 10 or 8 and they're out of barbecue. Yeah. They're closed. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, don't feel bad for them. Be happy. But but your stomach might that, suffer. That's a, good, that's a good business. I think that I, I see that as a lot of businesses here in town. Uh, there's a cookie shop my wife loves. And they do small batch. And it's like they post at 10 o'clock in the morning, here's what we're doing. Right. And if you don't get your order in by like 1030, right, they're sold out. Right. And it's like there's something to be said about that business and not having waste and, and knowing what your revenue is. So it's definitely a smart business it is. Uh, perspective. All right, man, you're doing great. You you do like the show. Alex Hanna's going to join us when we return from Golden Cow Creamery, talking about his entrepreneurism and business philosophies and life philosophies. Excited to hear you're listening to At Home with Roby. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. 
Welcome back to the At Home with Roby Show. I am Trent Haston, and filling in for Patrick today is Josiah Bowling. What's up, homie? Hey, Charlotte. Hey, Trent. How are y'all? It's a all, good day to be here at Roby. All my uh, all my friends know that I, I, I one of my very favorite statements to say is, is "We in the game," and uh, I, it makes me feel special when I see one of my buddies and they're like, "We in the game," or somebody's in the game. So. Uh, Alex, you in the game. Glad to be in the game. Thanks for having me. That is, man. Yeah. So how you doing today, bud? I am great. It is still ice cream weather outside, uh, nice and hot and sunny. Happy to be here. Is it ever not ice cream weather? Yes. (laughs) Does it slow down during the colder season? It slows down, yep. What what hurts you more, the rain or the cold? The rain. Rain. Rain's worse than cold. For sure, mm. but yeah, but no, it's it's good. Happy to be here. Daddy used to always say in the construction business, he'd say, "Son, you can't make no money in the rain," and that's a fact. So, uh, I think rain hurts a lot of things except maybe umbrella sales. True, or uh, or dirt probably helps dirt too. <laughs> I, I don't know. So, Alex, tell us where you tell us a little bit about where you're from and how you came up and all that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So, I'm from Cary, North Carolina, outside of Raleigh. Uh, my wife and I both grew up there, and then went to Appalachian State, uh, go app, and ended up moving to Colorado for a little while after school, and then found our way back to Charlotte. So, moved here to run a business unit for Red Ventures, if you've ever heard of them, uh, down south and kind of missed an ice cream shop that was in Denver and kept joking with friends telling them to open an ice cream shop and one thing led to another and now we have Golden Cow Creamery. And your wife is a business consultant, right? Somewhat. Well, she works oh. in HR uh, okay. for Deloitte. Yeah, for Deloitte. she she worked in accounting for a number of years. Okay, for Deloitte. Yeah. So uh, I always revered Deloitte. <laughs> it, they bought McCall Partners in Charlotte and uh, I know I run with a couple of those guys. I, that. If I wasn't in this life, I would probably that'd be something I would like to do: help businesses do transactions and evaluate. I think it's very educational and nice. fun. Yeah. So, uh, did you eat a lot of ice cream in Denver? I did way more ice cream than I probably eat now. Surprisingly. So, did you say go hills or did you say go out? Oh, go out. Oh, 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 oh. Double overtime victory last Saturday. I know. Go Tar Heels. Um, I'm a Tar Heel, Alex. I think you know that. I do. And I just came back, drove back this morning uh, from from Boone, Banner Elk, North Carolina. And I think y'all are playing East Carolina this weekend. We are. That'll be a hopping little town, won't it? Yeah, it will be. That's for sure. Are you going up to the game? I am not. No. Staying staying home with the family this weekend. So, uh, So you and your wife met at college? We met in seventh grade in a wow. dance in seventh grade. We've that's been impressive. dating ever since. <laughs> that is, yeah. that's, that's even better than me and Reagan at the Josiah. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so yes. uh, Reagan and I started dating when she was a junior in high school and I was a sophomore at Carolina. And that's the luckiest day of yeah. Trent's life right there. It was the best. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I tell everybody this. I'm such a diehard die Eric Church fan. He has a song, Love, Love You Like Jesus Does, and she mm-hmm. loves me like Jesus does. Uh, it's my favorite song for that reason. Thank you, baby. You're so sweet. <laughs> and he's an app guy too, right? He is an app guy. Yeah, he is and a much. big and a big Carolina fan. Yeah, apparently I saw him with the jersey on. Got a little upset. <laughs> apparently he likes Carolina better than app. Yeah, really. I didn't. But know he that, went but to app. Yeah. So uh, that's fair. So what did y'all study at app? 
So we both studied accounting. So okay. did undergrad at App State and then my master's at App State um, and then got my CPA before moving to Colorado and then worked for Deloitte in Colorado. Because okay. numbers numbers don't change. So you, you, you can go both, somewhere cool. Y'all both worked for Deloitte and Colorado. We did. Cool. Yep. But it's a lot better to ski out there and ride bikes and I fly fish you. and everything you else. You are an so. athletic young man. <laughs> Strapping so, young went man. Went to Colorado for a while pre-kids. Oh, I, yeah. that's a good idea, man. Mm-hmm. Highly, Colorado's highly a lot of fun. If I didn't live here, that's probably where I'd like to live. Yeah, I like yeah. Colorado. I have a bunch of buddies that have moved out to Telluride from the mm. east. Ooh. Uh, and then Denver's cool. Yeah, Denver tell you ride's cooler. Yeah, tell you ride is cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I was a generational. Grew up digging ditches every day when I didn't have school, so it's hard <laughs> to leave. So I bought the house next to the house I grew up in. Nice. That's all I've done is gone uh, across a property line. Now you're trying to buy the block. <laughs> my, my boy, I'm trying to for my kids. Uh, so. Uh, how many kids do y'all have? So we have two kids. We have a two-year-old and a five-year-old. Just started kindergarten last week. Awesome. Yep. How has that been? It's good. Yeah, it's an adjustment for sure. Yep. It's good. So, uh, okay. So y'all moved back to Charlotte. You went to work for Red Hill. Your wife's still at Deloitte. Mm-hmm. And you're yearning for this ice cream. Mm-hmm. So... I'm a runner, was running around South End, playing with numbers. Anytime someone tells me something, you know, if it intrigues me, I'll go home and run numbers. I'll run prospective like five-year that. financials. Yeah. You know, I've, I've run them for fitness companies. Yep. I've run it, which it, it looks good. Um, we're running for all kinds of things. I mean, I probably have 50 different models of businesses nice. and kept coming back to ice cream. You talked about waste really? earlier, you yeah, know, yeah. like a low waste with the cookies, things like that. Ice cream lasts a long time. Like, there is a shelf life, but it's not salads. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not a day. So if we get a rainy day, it's fine. We'll sell it tomorrow. Um, you know, so ran the numbers and looked really good. Kept coming to it. Very entrepreneurial, you know, all along. Um, and every time I'd be at a party, you know, not to knock on bankers, but, you know, some banker telling me they hate their job and this and that. And I'd say, hey, you should start an ice cream shop. You should do this. And, and no one took me up on it. And finally, one day on a run, found our place in South End. Nice. You know, a little sign in the window, called a broker, thought I'd come back to Red Ventures in three to five months, you know, get it spun up and ready to go. And day one, that was apparent that was not going to happen. We took off like a rocket, and it was also way more work than I thought. So Nice. Yeah. Nice. Josiah and I both know about starting businesses. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't. I think a lot of people think, "Oh, I will go do this. Could be so easy." Mm-hmm. And uh, it, experience is very valuable. Yes. And it makes you appreciate what you build, actually. Um, and you're on Camden over there, across from Ferguson. Is that Camden? Yeah. Uh, uh, Summit. 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 Yep. So that well, was our first. That was eight years ago. Yeah. Well, I ran that 5K, and I was mm-hmm. looking at road signs. I was getting mm-hmm. all confused over there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, that was eight years ago? That was almost eight years ago. We opened a store in South Park five years ago uh, by the Barnes & Noble, uh, right there on Sharon. And then we opened another in Uptown, uh, the one you mentioned earlier, right there at the uh, corner of Tryon and uh, I think it's Brookline Village now, um, two years ago. That's my spot. I thought you made all that whole story up. No, man. You're talking to a fat guy over here, man. Yeah, right. You're a bodybuilder. You go get get a steak dinner, right, and you need some ice cream. You're headed back to the hotel. You better stop by that (laughs) corner. That's funny. We'll have to do a co-staycation together sometime. There we go. There we go. I like the Weston. Me and my wife stayed there on our our wedding night. Uh, It is a great hotel. Mm -hmm. So did you run into 5K Saturday? I did not. 
I am a big runner and used to run. I've run the Boston Marathon. I've run a whole bunch of marathons. I used to do ultra marathons, but now I'm paying the price. My, my feet are not what they used to be. I have probably yeah. the feet of a 90-year-old, even though I'm not yet 40. You know, my feet ache for a couple <laughs> days after Saturday. I think they're just now starting to There's something better. in business go. about that, too, right? About not going too fast and too mm-hmm. hard, right, at a young age. Yeah. Right, maturing into it so Ooh. that you have that Ooh. longevity, right? Yeah. So that's interesting you said because I'm a numbers guy too, right? Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to go work on Wall Street and whatever. And uh, you look in, like you, you look like the picture of Wall Street. There we go. <laughs> that looked like the wolf. Uh, yes. You know. <laughs> so it's interesting that you say because I talk to so many people and I and I say, hey, what's your five year cash flows? And they kind of give me this cross eyed look, and I'm like, I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Because mm-hmm. the biggest saying in business, right, is you run out of cash, mm-hmm. right, no matter oh, yeah. what business you're in. And so the things I like about uh, you know your business, right, is you hear about. Uh, people, I think we all at some point have some aspirations to get into the restaurant business or a bar business. And maybe it's even when you're young, right? And you, you say, I could do barbecue better than that, or I could do a bar better than that. But the thing about your business, right, is people are always happy, right? Mm-hmm. That's not a place where you go in there and your steak's undercooked or overcooked, your mashed mm-hmm. potatoes are hot or cold. Yep. It's like you got your ice cream and it makes people happy. Yeah. So to have a business like that, when I was getting into the fitness business, I kept saying, I want to be, and I'd say McDonald's at the time, but now I'll call it Chick-fil-A. I want to be in a business that people are so happy they love my product so much they'll come to window one and pay me at window one mm-hmm. and when they do i'll give them their product at window two and i think that your business is kind of like a lot like that being a consumer of your business um so it's interesting to see that you yeah. kind of all those different 50 scenarios right and this is the one that you kept pulling back to mm-hmm. it seems like a smart decision so it's, it's funny you say that my first job i worked at rei like the outdoor store uh-huh. for for many years and also a bike shop um and that was something i always remembered was no one comes into an REI or into a bike shop and is unhappy. Yeah. You know, you're planning yep. a trip to the mountains, to wow. Colorado or something. You're buying a tent. No one's mad about it. You know, and same with ice cream. Like, you don't have to eat ice cream. You know, I, I wish you had to eat ice cream. People would eat more of it. But that is awesome. I learned something today. <laughs> Way to bring that up, Josiah. We're going to cut the break so we can pay some bills. Y'all going to listen to some great commercials on WBT. Alex Hanna here, Josiah Bowen. We return talking ice cream, cash flow, five-year projection on the At Home with Roby Show. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Bow, now, 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 now. Welcome back to the At Home with Roby Show. I am Trent Haston. Josiah Bowling's my assistant, my sidekick, my roll dog, my doppelganger today, and we have Alex Hanna from Golden Cow Creamery in here. Uh, got all kind of businesses. Got Roby, got Hive, got uh, our new app. Main Pro. Main Pro. Thank you, Josiah. Josiah is leading that. We're uh, we're hitting the streets and telling people about it. We're in that phase of it. Phase of rollout, yep. Yep. So uh, exciting. If you didn't catch that, I'll re- reiterate that as something uh that we're really excited about uh, using using what we know in the services world to hopefully create value for everybody. Value and ease of use, right? Everybody wants that Staples. We've all seen that commercial, that Staples easy button, right? When you got a problem at your house, you want to hit that easy button and know you got a professional there to fix it for so you. So write it down, the easy button, main pro, check it out, and, and you're going to have more access coming to you, Mr. Audience. Is that right? Yes, yes, yeah. Okay. Alex, what's up? Ooh, doing all right. I like this window one, window pay, window two, get the food. I'm, I mean, I'm dreaming about that, man. I just need to own a McDonald's. <laughs> there you go. Now Chick Fil A, right? Chick Fil A now, right? 
I didn't want to hit you with this in the first two segments. I'm always a believer of kind of give that good news first, right, mm-hmm. and then hit you with the bad news later. But this is actually a shakedown. That's why Patrick sent me here. He's just too too nice. So he sent me over here to get the recipe, oh. right? So what is the so, secret of the sauce? Like, there's there's I mean, no he's secret. He's in love with this yeah. stuff. There's really there's I really thought no you were bringing some. I thought yeah. I was eating, I, I, you know, that's a gallon I, of ice that's cream. That's why when you said I hope the ice cream lasts at the beginning of the show, I thought Alex – like most people do, would bring us a gift. So the I, well, ice cream is very hard to transport. I wish it was a <laughs> lot easier. You talked about cookies earlier. There are a lot of times I wish we took pictures of cookies. I wish yeah. we brought cookies places because you have to time it down to the minute. You know, you show up somewhere for a catering thing. You can't be 15 minutes early and yeah, have it yeah. sitting there. Um, but there, the secret recipe is there's no secret recipe, and that our unique aspect is I am a figure things out as I go kind of person, and we nice. started making our recipes the same way you'd make it in your house. There are a million corners you can cut. There's all kinds of special products you can buy to make life really easy, and we didn't do any of that from the start. Um, There are times I wish we had. It would have saved a lot of heartache and and trials and tribulations, Mm -hmm. but now our ice cream actually is really unique because we make it from the ground up. You know, know, we don't use a prefabricated mix. Everything is mixed individually. It is the same way you'd make it from home, just scaled up. So. 99% 99% of ice cream in the country, it's all made on site because it costs too much to transport frozen ice cream mm-hmm. unless you're a really big player. So everyone makes it in-house or homemade, but they're okay. all using the exact same mix. It all comes from one supplier that happens to be in North Carolina. Um, they're out of Italy, but their headquarters in the U.S. is in North Carolina. So they, everyone in the country gets it from them. Mm. They, they are the market leader. So everyone's doing the same thing. So you might go to an ice cream shop. You know, wherever and ninety nine percent of the time, it's gonna be the same exact thing. Does that make um, it harder with your staff to like educate them about the process and, it, and then and then who who teaches them? It does. So we have a whole team of production employees. Um, most of them come from Johnson and Wales. We really rely heavily okay. on the university and their culinary students through yep. and through um, because they're truly mixing and you're not pouring a bag mix into some milk and calling it a day and yeah. using the same base for every flavor and then just adding some flavoring or something literally everything from scratch yeah so every single recipe we've ever made is its own individual recipe that we scale and we figure out and then we do nothing but real fruit real spices so you know the pumpkin spice is pumpkin puree the same that you'd put in a pumpkin pie at home we're Mm -hmm. not buying some pumpkin spice flavor gel nasty thing and pouring it in to some you know generic base that everyone else is making we are literally making our base and adjusting the milk content to account for the water content in the pumpkin puree. It's to that level. Um, so there are times where if we're making something new, like it takes a couple iterations and a few tests, and we test a lot of stuff, and we change things up all the time. Um, but we do make everything from scratch, and so you know we're able to do whatever we want to. I mean, we make crazy stuff. We make stuff with cheer wine we make stuff with we've taken red hots and crushed them all up and put them in ice cream we do stuff with cereal with i mean you name it we've done it so you at your manufacturing facility you have a lab we have a giant kitchen yeah Yeah. it it is your lab (laughs) so who is the narrator of these recipes who, uh, who is the creator? Myself, but also our staff. I mean, I rely on them and trust them to be wow. able to do it. Um, you know, they are culinary students. I'm not. I'm a CPA. So to your point or earlier about the numbers, like I'm a numbers guy. I, I've yeah. gotten good at being in front of the, the counter and, and doing the ice cream thing. But honestly, I like to do the numbers and be in the back and figure out how a business can grow and how it can, you know, build. Um, 
I always tell people, you know, they say you love riding bikes, you love, you know, doing all these things. Why don't you open a bike shop or whatever? And I have really good friends that own bike shops, so I'm not hating on them, but I'd be too close to it. You know, if I always say if you love something, maybe don't go into that business. Keep wow. it as a hobby. Um, cause yeah. I want to enjoy it because ice cream, I do love it, but I said I ate more ice cream in Colorado than now, but because I'm too close to it, I'm around it all day, every day. Mm-hmm. So no, I'm not sticking, you know, spoons in ice cream and eating it or else I would eat ice cream. Josiah crazy. still works out a lot. Yeah. <laughs> try to. <laughs> um, so what is your, you have three lo- storefront locations now and you got a, a manufacturing facility Correct. where you make this, the, the, standout ice cream Mm -hmm. uh what what is your goal here so we're really looking for like a hub and spoke model you know instead of having manufacturing and a different ice cream machine and a different production person at every single location when you know we have this kitchen you know that we can service everything out of and is to grow in and around charlotte and be able to serve it service it like a hub and spoke model i hear you how do you scale that do you scale that with uh do you go to your your students at johnson wells and say look i'll bring you in as a, a sweat equity 10 percent, you know partner or whatever and you're going to go to the raleigh market and be my you know you're going to prove yourself here and then you're going to go to raleigh or now if we were going to go outside vision? of charlotte for sure i mean our vision right now is still solely focused on charlotte because mm-hmm. i can add let's just throw three or four more stores but i'd only have to really add one or two production people Okay. To do that instead of three or four production people, which are the more highly paid. And then, you know, every time you open a store, you're going to have the same number of staff. Yeah. That doesn't change no matter what you do. But we're able to get some real economy of scale. But the hub overhead, Charlotte. you you exactly. have capacity to have several more locations around in and around Correct. Charlotte. I mean, an ice cream machine is equivalent to a pretty high priced car. So, you know, and everything else. So instead of having eight or ten ice cream machines sitting in Charlotte, I could have two. And then long term, you go to another market. Then you have a hub and spoke. You build exactly. the hub and spoke playbook. You can do it that you again. Have. Yep. And, and that's the- when you get that whippersnapper to help. Yep. You. Exactly. Exactly. You, go. <laughs> you know, I like whippersnappers. But I mean, we. You know, we're. I'm still very much ingrained in the business at this point, and still probably too ingrained in the day to day. So definitely in Charlotte for the, yeah. for the time being. Well. Uh, one thing I, I, I took away is you also have a lot of kids that come into your mm-hmm. business uh, and are, are, are clients. Mm-hmm. Uh, they usually get what they want, but they're usually pretty happy too, right? Mm-hmm. And they're eating ice cream. They're happy when they're eating ice cream. <laughs> so my daughter Tatum uh, makes pound cakes and, and has a little business, does it, and, and she's really good at it. And people, re- all her customers are repeat customers. And I said, won't you learn how to get – you know, farm out the making, and my wife's like, well, they're harder to make, you don't know, it's a, you know, uh, I was like, really? I mean, and it was pretty impressive, since she said you need, like, we have commercial kitchen stuff and blenders mm-hmm. and stuff, mm-hmm. but maybe there could be a little partnership there. There you go. I mean, yeah. I think so, <laughs> maybe in that laboratory. Yeah, there yeah. You go. I think the thing that, that, that that's going forward, right, is Trent is uh, good at this, and, and I've learned this, too, is like, you, at some point, you got to make that transition from working in your business to working on your business. And other people I've heard say, right, is if you work in your business, you have a job, right? Mm-hmm. If your business works for you, you have a business. Yep. And so that is a hard transition to, to navigate. But there's also said something to be said for the guy that's out there, you know, sweeping the the, the, the rugs at night saying, hey, I intimately understand my business and I could scale now, mm-hmm. but I'm going to do this over time, right? And I'm going to really understand the intricate details before I go do that. Yep. Exactly. 
Well, Alex, I've learned so much, man. Congratulations to your success. Hopefully I can help you take it to the next level as a friend. And uh, how can people look you up if they yeah. go, wow, I want to try this ice cream? Absolutely. You can just Google Golden Cow Creamery or check us out on Instagram, Golden Cow Charlotte. Uh, you will find us. And it is all original, make your own stuff in Charlotte. Three physical locations yep. now. Check them out, South End, Uptown, and South Park. Alex Hanna, Golden Cow Creamery, you're listening to At Home with Roby. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Welcome back to the At Home with Roby show. We're at the Wild West Rodeo in Charlotte. I'm over here just dreaming of ice cream, to yeah, be honest. It sounds good. I can smell it. And I lost my smell since COVID, so uh, oh, wow. you're, you're helping me bring it back, Alex. Uh, we have Josiah Bowling filling in for Patrick McIsaac today, uh, doing a wonderful job, dropping some knowledge. Um, thank you, Josiah. Uh, Thanks for having me here. Yeah, it's great. Love being on the show. Um, everybody knows, if you listen to the show often, Leading up to our Pitching for Wishes, which this year is our 16th fundraiser. Uh, it supports Make-A-Wish Foundation of Central and Western North Carolina. It's our 15th corn Pitching for Wishes cornhole tournament because we couldn't do it one year. We had to do a, a different way to raise money um, that year. So it's our 16th, but really 15th. It's Saturday, November the 4th. So we're within 10 weeks. And every... Uh, Every show, 10 weeks in, we thank our sponsors some and tell them thank you because they're who makes it happen. And then we read a wish story, which Patrick generally does that. So uh, I'm going to do that this time, Josiah, because I've always got FOMO. I'm always jealous. But um, this year, our 15th annual, uh, our co-host for the tournament is Harris Teeter. Been a wonderful partner over the years. They actually did two tournaments internally this year uh, platinum sponsors home technology solutions mesa quality and united Healthcare. thank y'all official radio partner wbt gold sponsors kj tile and marble milwaukee tool mint hill cabinets ben home financial advisor uh, ben horn financial advisors our financial advisor from morgan stanley great guy and the painters um Two weeks left to sign up for a sponsor. We're taking any sponsors because all the money you uh, you give it directly, all we are is a facilitator. You give the money directly to the Make-A-Wish Foundation, uh, and it stays in the 51 western counties of North Carolina, which is good. Um, the deadline to sponsor is Friday, November the 29th, um, and all sponsorship levels include a team for the tournament. Uh, as of today... This email came this morning from Christian. We have 59 sponsors strong with over $110,000 net raised nice. so far, and that excludes the amount of money that Harris Teeter raises in their two tournaments as well. Wow, that's impressive. I've been out there before, Trent, and it's really fantastic the way your team comes together. I mean, that's an undertaking to do that. Yeah, that's impressive. Uh, I think sometimes, right, in life you get lost in the weeds, right? And this is probably one of those moments. So here today I'm going to commit that we're going to sponsor two teams, try to get some people out from high fitness out there. And so you can count us as 60 and 61 to be out there uh, and support and make a wish. Cool. 
Well, those are uh, sponsors of of the whatever levels. we want. Like, yeah. We want a team. I how know what we you're do saying. It, right? We just want to be on the team. Well, I'll, you can talk. I'm gonna send some fitness you know people to out there. I don't That's know good. if they're good at throwing. They might body slam me if I, or not. if I beat them. They know how to lift some weights. I, I keep saying every year I play cornhole here. We used to play all the time when we would hang out with our friends. But every year I, I play cornhole at the tournaments. First time I played since the last tournament, and, and everybody thinks I'm supposed to be good. And I'm like, next year I'm gonna start playing some, and I, I haven't. Um, so, our wish story today is uh, meet wish kid Evan. Two months after visiting the doctor for a tiny bump on her scalp, Evan was faced with a lymphoma diagnosis. The, di- the, the diagnosis came right at the end of her junior year of high school when she was applying to colleges and prepping for the prom. Everything had to be put on hold while Evan shifted her focus to the task at hand, beating cancer. Evan stayed positive and fought hard, managing to finish her junior year throughout treatments and recently graduated at the top 6% of her class. Evan's wish trip to Lake Tahoe, really nice place, uh, came at the right time. It offered her something to look forward to during the holiday, uh, during the hard days of treatment, and it was a much-needed break before she started the next episode of her life, college. Evan's parents commented on the true meaning of the trip stating, quote, this trip gave us an opportunity to reflect on our blessings and take in the beauty of life. We are forever grateful to make a wish for giving them a cry. Uh, Evie, I guess that's her nickname in her family, and our family this precious time together before she went off to college. Um, I got a picture. Um, She's from Burlington, North Carolina. She's 18. A beautiful young lady. Uh, and when we get done with this show, I've been traveling a lot for business. Tatum, my oldest child, uh, and we talk about why we support Make-A-Wish so, so strongly, is we are a family, the Roby family of companies. We're a third-generation family business. We want our kids of our staff and our, our employees and our associates to want to grow up working in our business. We want them around the office and around the sites uh, and and think of it like a family business for everybody. And uh, I get to go today. My daughter wanted to start playing golf this year, so I get to go for the first time. She's had a couple matches. I haven't been able to go, so when we leave here, I get to go walk nine holes with her and cry. But uh, it's pretty cool. So that's That's why we do it. That's it, 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 it's it's apparent that you care, right? And again, a lot of people say it, right? But you actually do it, and your guys' staff is wonderful put, putting on this program. And that's a lot of money, and has a lot of impact on a lot of people here in Charlotte and around uh, North Carolina. So it's good. I think uh, I think we're you know six or seven years in a row in conjunction with the Harris Teeter money. We're, we we we're six or seven or eight years in a row uh, netted over two hundred thousand dollars each Man, year. That's impressive. Uh, so we love doing it. Christian McCall does a wonderful job. We're grateful for everybody. What a what a kid show. I mean, Golden Cow Creamery and all all that good stuff. So, uh, listen, go have a wonderful day today. Do the golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Carry a smile around on your face. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Josiah. Thank you, Alice. Thanks for listening to Alan with Ruby.